in motion is Sewell. Goff to throw. Wants to throw it to Sewell. Oh, he caught it. Yes. Boy, Sewell with a first down. Oh, yes. the big man dives down at the 31-yard line. Oh, that is beautiful. Welcome to the 20 Minute in the Huddle podcast presented by Microsoft. I am Tim Twentyman. He is PJ Clark. We are here after every game. Um, and now it's it, this is a Monday edition. Uh, we had some travel stuff we had going on. Uh, couldn't couldn't uh, get one together right after the game yesterday. So we are here in the uh, 20 Minute interview. Interview. Look at look I, at that. I mean, I've never is... I've never we've never done a podcast here. Now this is called the 20 Minute interview room because well the guys in pr have a sense of humor and i find it funny they did the you know they did the skills challenge with all the media people uh back in the spring which i ended up winning and my reward was having this room that we've never named used. after me but now we are some of the media guys do use it and, and it's it's funny they they do reference it as a joke obviously and the pr people were really uh there's no great to, matter to, you're, to you're put plastered. the picture in here in the yeah i've never been in here actually first time i don't for think everything. i ever want it's kind of scary in here now with me plastered all over the place first time for everything but Peach, that that introduction obviously and good job by you getting the sewell one i know that's what people wanted we we posed it out there on on the uh, podcast on the comments and and if sewell, we want brock Wright. i was just getting that so we, <laughs> dude we're on lockstep here how, how unlikely that Sewell play was, um, you know, a week ago, you can say how, I mean, it's equally unlikely that that Brock Wright fourth and one sneaking out into the flat wide open touchdown 51 yards to win the game. I mean, how improbable was that with, with that was the first play out of the two minute warning. I mean, that was just, that was, that was the game on that one singular play. And he just, Snuck out, leaked right out into the flat. He sold it great, too. Oh, it was great. He got held up by two Jets coming across the middle, and he just he just got through it. I mean, that's all you could do. And props props on the call to Ben Johnson. Props on Jared to to finding him. Props on Brock to to make it fifty yards to the end zone. I mean, he had to break a couple times. I mean, he was wide open for forty of them. But once he got to the ten, there were a couple bodies around him and. That's just what about uh, that block by Josh too? Yep, you didn't get a lot of them, but yep. got enough of them. Got it, you know. Got and and James Houston blocking on the punt return. Yep. And we've talked about Amon Ross St. Brown all season for some of these big gains, especially early in the season in the run game. And it it's really an an unselfish group, Peach. And and I think the big thing about Sunday is they found a way to win a game that in years past there's no way they win that game. I think the first two months of the season, there's no way they yep, win that game. Absolutely. And I think that's the biggest thing for me is that we are watching a young football team right in front of our eyes learn how to win games and grow up. And I think that's got to be really exciting for Lions fans. And I think that's just – even, you know, there's no way to tell where this kind of hot streak ends now for this season. But 
even if it doesn't doesn't break into the playoffs this year, you got to feel really good coming back into next year. Just the way this is is finishing up, and you know you have this core, and these guys are around, and and that you know they are a, a team now, and they're becoming more, a more complete team by the hour. It seems like, and you got to feel really good about where Dan Campbell has this team right now. And this is what Dan Campbell said after the game about you know Sunday's win and and just finding a way to win a different kind of way. Yeah, listen, it, it feels great. It does. Um, you can't, you'll, you'll never take away from winning. You can never take away from winning the night in this league, you know. And I told our guys, nobody knows that better than we do. I mean, we're not going to, we're not going to talk trash about a win, you know. A win is a win, and we'll take that uh, because we earned that. Our guys earned that. And, uh, but the reality is, moving forward, we do have to clean a few of these things up that, uh, they could have cost us today and will cost us down the road, but, but a win feels great. And, uh, you know, they, the guys, you know, they believe. They believe, and now here we go. This is another win, but it was a different way to have to win. We had to find a different way to win, another way to win. And every time that happens, you just continue to grow and you start figuring things out, and your confidence grows. It was different, and right and right. Um, you're never going to apologize for a win, but you've got some stuff to clean up. <laughs> it was not it was not the the best game of the year by any stretch. But it's find a way to win. Right? Oh, and that's what what that's what December football is all about. And Peach, I look, the Lions have to take care of their own business and I know they've been steadfast in that look, we're not scoreboard watching, we're not doing all this kind of stuff, but I am. Yeah. And, and guess what? <laughs> guess what? Things are um, shaping I'm up. I'm a writer and that's what I do and I'm, you know, I'm not going to apologize for it at all. So uh, <laughs> things are shaping up quite nicely. But week 16, Lions head to Carolina. And, and look, that's going to be a tough one. It's going to be cold in Carolina yep. here. Like tw- 20 degrees at 20 kickoff? 20 degrees at kickoff on Saturday. I don't know who. Merry who, Christmas. I don't know who. Advantage who? I don't, I don't, I don't mean, think anybody. No. I think we're used to, uh, you know, playing Green Bay. That. It was not warm yesterday. So no. you got that at least yeah. going for you. But, you know, we, we Lions head to Carolina, you know, and they get a win there. Let's say they get a win in Carolina. Hypothetically. Hypothetically, obviously. Week to prepare. A lot of things got to happen before that. The two teams directly ahead of them, the Washington Commanders, yep. have a game in San Francisco. Not easy. Not easy. Seattle Seahawks have a game in Kansas City. Not easy. Not easy. Lions beat Carolina. Washington and Seattle lose. Guess who goes into the number seven spot? The Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions. With two weeks remaining. How fun is that? It's just it's and that's the, the, the great thing about this stretch of games is is obviously at one and six, you never thought this was ha- this would happen. Kudos to to Dan Campbell, to all these guys, to the young guys growing up, to this defense playing much better. Jared Goff's the only quarterback in the NFL who started the last six games. And has not turned the football over. I mean, and look, Sunday wasn't pretty. We've talked about that. They were 0-3 in the red zone. Um, really got nothing going in the run game. An- another game where they averaged less than four-point yards per carry. Not a ton of explosive plays. But, look, they got a key turnover when, when they needed yep. one. Jerry Jacobs. They got a 47-yard punt return by Khalif Raymond. And, boy, what an unsung hero Khalif Raymond is. 100 total yards yesterday. I mean, he did it. He did it through the air too. When they needed to to move the ball, I mean, obviously the Jets are a very good pass defense. You talked about it a lot leading into the mm-hmm. game. 
Amon Ra got his as usual, but not even like didn't eclipse 100 yards, only at 76. But next leading receiver is Khalif Raymond by a, a long shot. Yeah. Minus the Brock Wright, one catch yeah, for 51 that. yards. But I mean, you know, Swift, five for 23. Mitchell, two for 12. I mean, Chark had just one catch. Jamo was targeted once. Could have been a touchdown, a little yeah. better throw by, by Jared. But it, there just wasn't a lot going on. But Khalif Raymond is that guy to me who just, you know, we talk about glue guys a lot. Um, and he's a glue guy. When when they had all those injuries early in the season at wide receiver, Khalif Raymond, seven catches, 76 yards, eight catches, 80 yards. Like, you know, he had that game. That, and that, he played that every every snap. Every snap. And he's yeah. doing punt return, and he's all over the place. And, you know, Dan said, hey, shoot, I'd put it as, as a gunner, too, because it'd be great there. He's one of the fastest guys on the team, but we, we just we can't have him do everything. Yep. I mean, we've got to limit some of his reps. But to me, he's just another one of those guys right that just puts his head down comes to work every day um three of his five catches were first downs he had the huge catch last week on third down to set up the, the reynolds, reynolds touchdown. touchdown and you know jared said we asked him about khalif after the game sunday and he said you know what you know gadget guy as some people refer to him what punt returner slash gadget type guy comes into the game and you you give him choice routes with the quarterback. Not many no. fifth wide receivers have the options to do choice routes and stuff like that, but that's just how comfortable Jared um, feels with, with Khalif because of all the reps that they have because he's been the one guy that's been there every practice, every game, done it. And when you look at the just the totality of the Lions wide receiver room, I mean, to have Khalif Raymond with what? Yeah, I think he's right up on 40 catches on the year. Yep. He's your fifth guy. I mean, they have some really good depth, and you've got to feel good about all five of those guys stepping into a game and 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 you know being able to make a play. And look, this is what Dan had to say about Khalif after the game, and and I agree with him a hundred percent. He's getting a game ball. He's a he's he's our Iron Man. He's one, he, he is our Iron Man. He does everything for us. He's been there through some of the injuries we've had. Receiver has just been he he's been there every day, man, for every game. Every practice, uh, you know, he just goes, and uh, he uh, he is uh, he's selfless. Uh, he's disciplined. Uh, he's a hard worker. You know, he's smart. Uh, he's productive. He endears himself to his teammates, and he's versatile. So he can block. He can play on the slot. He can play outside. He's got run after catch. He's a, Damn good pump return. I think he'd be a great gunner too, but we just got to, you know, we want to be smart with how we use him. Uh, but he just, he does everything for us and he doesn't bat an eye, you know, he doesn't whine, he doesn't complain. It's never too hard, it's never too job, it's too much. You just go. What do you need me to do? And I'll go. And uh, it's, you can't have enough of those, those guys. You can't have enough of those guys. And I thought Dan said it really well. That's, you know, he's just one of those guys that, that, that you want on your roster. You know, one of those guys that just depth uh, they can provide a spark, consistent, um, you know, great hands in terms of punt return. You feel good about that. He's been so close to to busting one, and it was great to see him, you know, get that one early in the game and and kind of get that monkey off his back a little bit. But uh, he's terrific game by him, and, and he's had really a solid season. And I think you're now seeing – like early last year when there was no Josh Reynolds here, DJ Shark was in Jacksonville, Amon Ra hadn't came on yet. Like Khalif Raymond was 
playing wide receiver and you're getting all of the reps from training camp last year where he was one of the top three and the season last year where he was one of the top three. And now to have that guy in a depth role that you know you can you can rely on and depend on that late when you just need you know, injury or you need him to play 80 snaps because you only have three wide receivers on the team like right. Chicago or anything like that, just to have a guy with, with so much kind of, you know, equity here, for lack of a better word, and reps with Jared, it's it's clearly, you know, rearing its head now. Yeah, he's, to me, like a guy like John Kaminsky is to the defense too, right? I mean, not always a heralded guy, but, you know, can make a big play as we saw, you know, John do with the, with the sack. Um, you know, late in that game, but, you know, just does all the little things to help teammates be better. And Khalif is kind of that guy too. Well, let, let's talk about the defense a little bit because look, 17 points, they did their job. Um, wasn't pretty at times, um, but look, they made the plays at the end of the game um, when they needed to. And, you know, what I think one of the big highlights for me was seeing Romeo Quara. Um, come back and, um, you know, have a couple sacks. Um, two Big sacks, sacks, too. Two tackles for loss. Yeah, obviously the two quarterback hits that come with that. Four tackles, um, two of them solo tackles. And, yeah, I talked to I, – I just stopped by his locker this week and, you know, just chatted, hey, you know, how great was that to be back and just run out of the tunnel? And, and he said it was, you know – it was it was great, but there was some rust that he was yeah. knocking off in those twenty five reps. And he said, "Trust me, I'll be a lot better in New York." And boy, he was a lot better in New York. And Peach, I mean, just what does that mean for the Lions' defense with with him back and and instantly productive? Because now you've got him, you've got Aiden, um, James Houston had another sack, his fifth in his first four games. You've got. John Kaminsky, which we talked about. I mean, that is a pretty versatile bunch of pass rushers Aaron Glenn can throw at uh, can throw at offenses now. And I think at at least Houston is probably more of an outside edge guy, but the other three are, intercha- are interchangeable. You could put them on the inside. You could do a lot of different stunts. And, the old NASCAR and, package. Yeah, get get some different views in front of a, a young quarterback like they did yesterday with Zach Wilson. And I mean. You're going down the list. Kaminsky three QB hits to Houston three QB hits. It's like those are you know to find James Houston coming on this late in the season and being healthy when you know you're working Romeo back in and Romeo is now fully worked back in and he had two sacks. But to have just a third edge rusher who is good for a couple pressures at the very least when you need him most. That's that's a big jolt to a team late in the season like this. It didn't seem like a great strategy to to unblock. No, no, that was that weird. Play. Yeah, probably something I would evaluate. I would have gotten a hand on, on that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good moving forward. Hey, the Lions will take it, right? And and you know, good on um, Jacobs too. I, I know he'd been close a couple times to getting his first career pick, and that one was a huge one. Returned that to was big yards. to steal a possession coming out of halftime down to really the fifteen. Big. And unfortunately, the Lions' offense you know couldn't punch it in. That was an issue. One of those things you know Dan talked about that they've got to clean up. They came into the Sunday's game first in the league in touchdown percentage in the red zone, seventy five percent. I mean, that was better than KC. That was better than Philly. That was better than everybody, and a little surprising to me to go 0-3 again. That's a good Jets defense, um, but again, something they've got to clean up there. But but to still be able to get the three points um, off the Jacobs interception I thought was huge. And look, the defense did enough. They, they had some key sacks late in that final possession. Um, 
and, and, and forced a 58 yard field goal, which is no easy, you know, no easy thing in this no. league. And, you know, to have, uh, they got the ball back with a couple minutes, a minute and 48, minute 48 and all three timeouts. Yep. So, so that's a lot of time. That's a lot of time. So, I mean, what a, Terrific defensive stand had a couple sacks mixed in there. Um, You're a couple pre- plays you put and, pressure on him. I mean, he was moving out of the pocket, had to just chuck up a couple prayers, and yeah, they they were completed. But at least you're getting pressure. You're forcing the opposing quarterback to make a play. And, you know, you, you happens. You guys are going to make catches like that. But yeah. at least you're 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 putting the pressure on him late in the game in, in that scenario. So. Thirteen straight games with a takeaway, Peach. I think that's huge too. I mean, this is a, you know, this is a defense that's that's kind of they they're young, right? There were so many young people, and they were they had what two guys returning, three if you count um, Tracy Walker, but he was lost in week three, and so they had to figure some things out, and some young guys had to grow up, and you know now we're seeing that that they're able to take the football away. Are they going to give up some some plays? Sure, they're going to give up some plays. Um, they're still young, but they're just they're figuring it out. They're making big plays. They're getting after the quarterback. They're taking the football over. When you've got an offense that isn't, um, you know, giving it away, that that's a pretty terrific combination they've got going on right now. I even think back to the preseason this year when they played three games without a single turnover in the preseason. Everybody was like, what is going on here? That's not right. That's not supposed to happen. And then it started slow again for the first part of the season. But now you're, you're seeing it. it. You know, that's that's – what you need to win December and January football games is you need to be able to just control it on offense, not give it away, and you need to be able to force turnovers on the other side. It seems like a winning recipe, and it certainly is a winning recipe for the Detroit Lions right now. They head to Carolina, uh, play the Panthers on Sunday, obviously a big week, and then, boy, if they can beat Carolina, can you even imagine what Ford Field's going to be like? No. First Chicago. No, I actually If can't. they're in – if they're in at that, let's say they're the number seven seed at that point. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. And you've got a bear game against a division divisional rival. opponent. Oh, I mean, you thought the Minnesota game was fun. That's going to be fun. going to be. But first off, they've got to, you know, prepare this week. Um, Carolina's playing um, some pretty good football. And look, Carolina's got something to play for, too. You know, uh, they're one game, I think, out of a playoff spot in the NFC South, uh, especially after, after Tampa Bay lost. So they're five and nine. I think Tampa's what, six and eight, right? So they're one game off. They've got tons to play for as well. So this is certainly not going to be an easy contest for the, for the Lions. Uh, they got to go and, and, you know, play good football, not turn it over, find a way to, to get some, some uh, takeaways and, um, you know, fix a lot of things that went wrong on, uh, especially offensively. Um, if they want to go down there and win, but look, we're we're talking about meaningful football in December. We're, we're talking about you know potentially winning seven of eight, and it, it's been fun to be part of this ride. And hopefully they'll continue it. We'll have another uh, twenty minute huddle podcast midweek. Now it's a Saturday game this week, so uh, we still going to release it Thursday. Or are we doing Wednesday? We can try Wednesday. We should be able to get it out Wednesday. We'll try a Wednesday. We'll release. try a Wednesday. It could be Thursday. Keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. We'll have it. Um, so obviously that'll be big. We'll be previewing the Carolina game. We'll, we'll talk to a player as we do every week. We'll have the key matchups. And so we'll break it all down as the Lions try to continue this winning streak after taking care of the Jets 2017 in New York on Sunday.